heaven and earth may pass away, but my word, but my word, but my word will never, somebody say never, will never pass away. God, we've come to this preaching event on this rainy Sunday morning when faithful people have assembled in your house to once again sing spiritual songs and make melody in their heart and hear a word from God. I ask you to touch this unworthy instrument in your hands to help me proclaim the truth of God's word. Anoint me, O God, for within myself I cannot preach. And within my own ability, I am certainly nothing. I need your touch today, and I need your anointing, and I need the liberty of the Spirit to deliver what the Holy Ghost has to say to us this morning. I pray that hearts will be alert, and that minds will be alert, that our spirit will be receptive to what you have to say to us in the Word of God. For you are truly a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Change is inevitable. Last Sunday, we heard about change in an old song that Dad Spear used to sing, Time Has Made a Change in Me. Everybody in this house has experienced change. If you're living, you're changing. That's something about living. You're constantly changing. Amen. Things about you change. Everything about you changes. And that's proof that we're still alive. Turn to John chapter 5. We used to sing an old song a long time ago. There is a story of long ago. Men roamed in darkness, nowhere to go. One day the scene changed. They ceased to cry. There was a reason. Sing it. Jesus passed by, glory and honor be to the King. Shout hallelujah, make praises ring. Look to the future, home in the sky, there is a reason. Jesus passed by. Hey, it makes a difference when Jesus passes by, doesn't it? When Jesus enters into a situation, things change. When Jesus comes into a situation, people change. When Jesus comes into a situation, darkness has to flee because he's the light that lighteth every man that cometh into the world. When Jesus comes in, defeat and sorrow and sadness have to leave because he is our hope and he is our peace and in him there's victory, there's deliverance and there's healing. Anybody say amen to that? He's a deliverer. He is a healer. He's a healer. He's a Holy Ghost baptizer. Praise God. He is our hope. He is our life that is hid with God in Christ. He is, well, Paul just simply said it in Colossians. He is my all and in all. That just put it all in one compilation and said everything you can say good applies to Jesus. Everything you can say that is complimentary, you can say it about Jesus. How many of you know he's our Alpha and Omega, our first and our last, our beginning and our ending? He is he that was dead, but he is alive forevermore. Praise God. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the 
beginning and the end. He's the Christ, the Son of the living God. He's the deliverer of Israel. He is Emmanuel, which is God with us. He is a faithful friend that sticketh closer than a brother. He is the gift of God's grace. He's the first fruits of them that slept. He is the Holy One of Israel. He's the image of the invisible God. He is the joy of our salvation. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He's the Messiah, the anointed one of God. He's the narrow way that leads unto everlasting life. Hallelujah. Can anybody say amen? amen? Only begotten of God, prince of peace, qualified sacrifice, redeemer of Israel, the truth without error and without detour. Glory. Savior of the world. Savior of lost souls. He's the treasure that every man longs for and seeks for. Anybody say amen to that? Has he ever been a treasure that you found? Has he ever been joy unspeakable, full of glory? Has he ever been peace, peace above our understanding? Has he ever been that rock in a weary land? (laughs) Has he ever been the yielded servant of Jehovah? Has he ever been wonderful counselor? Has he ever been that truth that God gave to you in the midst of a difficult situation. Well, I want to tell you about a man who was in a difficult situation and Jesus passed by. When Jesus passed by, he saw a man, discovered a man that was in a terrible predicament. And he'd been a long time in that situation. Listen to what scripture says. After this, there was a feast of the Jews. Now, the whole book of John is not one of the synoptic gospels. It's a gospel, but it's not a synoptic gospel. It's different, and it doesn't have parables. A lot of things it doesn't have that are found in the other gospels, the synoptics. The gospel of John is unique in that it talks about Jesus being the Son of God. It talks about Jesus being the Word of God that was made flesh, and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father. But if you know Jesus then you know that Jesus is not just all the A to Z I went through. You have to know also that he's a blind man healing. He's a leper cleanser. Glory to God. He's a dead man raiser. He's a sea walking, truth speaking, eternal son of the living God. And he appeared in a city of Jerusalem in a certain section close to the sheep market, the Bible said, where there was some activity. There were people that were laying there. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, not a feast of God, not a feast of the Lord, but a feast of the Jews. In other words, they had taken ownership of what once belonged to God. It now became a feast of the Jews instead of a feast of the Lord. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem 
Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. And in these, if you've got an NIV, it says, here lay, here lay a great multitude of impotent folk. What a sight to see. Just a mass of humanity, and every one of them needy. Every one of them impotent, the Bible said. That means lacking in power. Lacking in power. Lacking in strength. Lacking in the necessary things. In other words, it was just a care center, you might say. And people lying all around the pool. And every one of them had a story to tell. Every one of them had a, a, a background to give of why they were laying there in such a terrible position. Can you believe that God sees the world like that? That God looks at the world and sees impotent people. People that are powerless to save themselves. People that are powerless to change their plight. People that have no ability to do anything to improve things in their life. They're just a part of a system that they hope someday will work. Listen to the system. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. Wow. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Your NIV says stirred up the water. Same thing. I love it when God stirs anything up, don't you? I kind of wish God would stir you up this morning. <laughs> stirred up the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease that he had. And there was a certain man there, and he had an infirmity, and he had it a long time. Thirty Eight years of being a part of something that never did anything for him. 38 years hanging around hoping that someday things will change. 38 years of trusting somebody else to do something about his situation. But after 38 years of disappointment, he was in the same shape he was in the first day they brought him and laid him at that pool. He, he believed in a system. He believed in something that he felt like one day would bring him a change. But that change was long delayed and that change was long sought after. He had that infirmity 38 years. And when Jesus saw him lie and knew, wow, you mean Jesus knows how long I've been in this battle? You mean Jesus not only knows that I'm sick, he also knows how long I've been sick. He not only knows that I can't help myself, he knows how long I have been in this predicament that I'm in. He, he doesn't just know what's wrong, he knows how long it's been wrong. He knows all the nights and days that I've laid awake 
worrying about how am I ever going to get my change. He knows about the weeks that have turned into months that you've trusted that one day things will be different, but day after day and week after week and month after month, it just grinds on and nothing changes. And same old, same old day after day and night after restless night. He not only knows that he is infirm, he knows that he has been a long time in that way. I believe there's some folks sitting in this house this morning that are in a dilemma, been in it a long time, don't want to talk about it, but I want to tell you, you need a hear. I said you need a hear. Here lay a great number of impotent folk, the Bible said. Here lay a bunch of folks that needed God's help. Here lay a lot of impossible situations. Here lay a lot of people that had faith in something that had never worked for them. And Jesus, oh glory to God, Jesus walked right up to this man who had been there 38 years and said to that man, do you Want to be well. Well, I don't have, no, don't give me an excuse. I didn't ask you for an excuse. I said, do you want to get well? Don't tell me why you can't get well. Tell, I'm telling you, do you want to be well? Sometimes the Lord has to just approach us and confront us and say, stop telling me all the excuses. You see, breakthrough will begin the day that your excuses stop. Recovery will begin the day that you stop celebrating the defeat. You'll get up from where you are and you'll throw off those beggarly rags of sorrow and sadness and despair the day that you say, I refuse to live like this one more day. I refuse to let some tragedy, some hardship, some difficulty ruin who I am now and who I hope I'm going to be in the future. Hallelujah. My life is hid with God in Christ. I am not a victim. I'm a victor. And my joy and my peace will come the day that I decide that no longer will the past dictate my future. I am who God says I am. I can do what God's word says I can do. I can be what God's word says I can be. Woo! I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The Lord is my helper. 
I shall not fear what man shall do unto me. The Lord is the strength of my life. The Lord is my light and the Lord is my salvation. He is my strong tower. He is mighty, mighty to shield me from the fiery darts of the world and the devil. The Lord has given me the authority over every weapon that the enemy will fashion against me. I don't have to take it. And I'll change the day that I decide. I believe I'll get up. If he's gonna give me the option do you want to get well? Do you want things to change? Well, things are going to change around you, but things have got to change in you before things can change around you. Before he can work on somebody else, he's got to work on you. He's got to get you to believing that you can be restored, that you can be triumphant in Christ, that you can be an overcomer, that you are more than a conqueror in the midst of it all. Jesus Christ can give you the victory over every adversary, every enemy that would come against you. We used to sing an old song when I was a kid. We're not going under, but we're going over. Hey, the day you shake your finger in the devil's face and say, not me, not me, I've got to hear. And I'm standing on my hear. Jesus has given me a question. Jesus asked me, do you want to be well? Do you want to be delivered? Do you want to change? Come on, somebody. Is there anybody in this house that would say to God this morning, Lord, you can change me. Lord, I need you to change me. Oh, I'm telling you, God can change you. When Jesus saw him lying there, he said unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? And the impotent man answered, Sir, well, at least he was respectful, wasn't he? Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. In other words, it's become competition. It's become a race, and I've never won the race. I always, always, did you get that word always? Always is a strong word. Brother, always carries a lot of weight. When you're fussing with your wife, be careful about using the word always. Amen. Wife, when you're fussing with him, be careful about that word never. Amen. Those are heavy words. This man said to Jesus, always. Always, I'm a always loser. Somebody always beats me. I'm always at the tail end of the line. 
I'm always getting beat by somebody. While I'm trying to get there, somebody always beats me. I'm a loser. I've been a loser for a long time. I just can't win. Every time I get in the race, I lose. Every time I try, I get beat. Those are the attitudes that you hear from where folks are laying on the sidelines, hurting and can't change and can't get deliverance and can't get healed. They just sit there and watch other folks run saying, I always lose. There's no need for me to sign up because I can't win. Brother, I'm here to tell you today when Jesus walked up to that loser, that man who for 38 years had declared, I always get beat. Jesus walked up with grace and said, grace don't work like that. When you got grace, it means the last shall be first and the first shall be last. When you've got grace, that means that you're qualified. It means you can win. It means you can overcome. It means you you, you can change. Let me give you a replacement scripture for that excuse of I always get beat. Paul said in Corinthians, thanks be to God who always causes me to triumph. Hey, when I'm in a race and God's in it, I always win. It don't matter if I'm running against somebody faster because I've got God, I always win. There may be a better athlete, there may be somebody stronger than me, but if God is in the race with me, I always win. He always causes me to triumph. I'm a winner, not a loser. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. We are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ who loved us and gave himself for us. You can change. Well, give God some glory in this house. I am come that you might have deliverance. I am come that you might have healing. I am come to make you a winner, not a loser. I came to give you life, abundant life, that you may enjoy life and have the power of God in your heart and life to help you win the race. Glory to God. Thank God. Give God some praise. Hallelujah. God can change you. When Jesus saw him lying there, learned he'd been there a long time, he said, do you want to get well? I don't have anybody. I don't, hey, as long as you're trusting people, you'll always be disappointed. 
as long as you're looking for someone else to bear your burden for you, hey, you'll be constantly disappointed because men will fail you. Women will fail you, including this one. Oh, no. <laughs> Pastor, you mean you, you would fail? Hey, there's no possible way that I can please everybody 100% of the time. There's always somebody expecting something of me that I fall short of. Amen. I'm not perfect by no means. I will disappoint you at times, not because I want to, but because I'm human. Sometimes, as the old fellow said, I just don't know any better. But you know what? When God changes, brother, he changes things for, for good. Hey, if God can take a leper and change his leprosy, then God, you can change me. Lord, if you can change Lazarus, who was dead in the tomb, and raise him and make him alive, then you can change me. Lord, if you can sit on the well at Sychar and tell a little Samaritan woman that if she'll drink this water, that she'd never thirst again and change her from a sinner into an evangelist preaching the message of salvation, then you can change me. If God can shine a light down on the apostle Paul on the road to Damascus and change that persecutor of the church, that hater and despiser of the, the Lord's church and make him a flaming evangelist, a writer of holy scripture, an architect of the early church, a preacher of righteousness, then God, you can change me. If you can take a murderer like Moses and make him the shepherd of God's people, then you can surely change me. God, if thou canst do anything, you can change me. Hey, our prayer to God ought to be this morning, Lord, don't let me walk out that door like I walked in that door. I may have walked in that door making excuses, but when I walk out that door, I'm gonna walk out that door saying, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I am a winner in Jesus Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, come on and give God some praise in this hour. If you can change a thief on a cross, you can change me. If you can change a little woman with an issue of blood that touched the border of your garment, you can change me. If you can step out of a boat and cast demons out of a man in Gadara, then you can change me. If you can walk in Peter's house and raise his dead mother-in-law, then you can change me. If you can stand on the bow of a boat and say, wind, peace be still, waves, stop your waving and howling, and peace be still, then you can change me. If you can take loaves and fishes and multiply them and change them into baskets full of fragments, then you can change me. Oh, I, I hear old blind Bartimaeus sitting on the side of the road and they tell him, Jesus is coming this way. Jesus is passing by. And the Bible said he stood up and he cried, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. And the Bible said they told him, shut your mouth, hush, be quiet, man. And the Bible said he cried even louder. 
Brother, when you want to change, people can criticize you for being loud. When you really want to change, people can say you're too demonstrative. You put on too much of a bodily exercise. You're doing too much. But brother, when you want to change, whatever it takes to get the attention of Jesus, glory to God. And I want to tell you, praise gets his attention. In fact, the Bible said the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. When you start praising the Lord, the power of God, the bite of his sovereignty comes down. Prison doors swings open when people praise him and sing praises unto God. Stocks and bonds and shackles fall off. Chains are broken and fall to the ground when people say praise the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is in within me. Brother, if you want to get the attention of Jesus, just start praising. It won't be long before you'll feel something different if you'll just praise him. Well, I feel like doing that, don't you? Come on, let's praise him. Come on, let's lift him up. Come on and let's magnify the Lord. Let's exalt his name together. this house this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God, let your power come down this morning. God, touch somebody this morning. God, change somebody this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Stand to your feet all over this place. The angel came down so the water could be stirred. You know what Jesus was saying to this guy? I came down so you could get up. I've come down so you can get up. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know what Jesus was saying to that guy? He was saying, Brother Sam, you couldn't get to the water, so I brought the water over to you. You couldn't get in the pool, so I brought the pool over here to you. You didn't have the strength and the energy to get in the water, so I just brought the water over here to you. Brother and sister, today God is saying to everyone in this house, I've brought the water to you. If you want to be changed, the water is troubled. God has come down so you can get up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on, Connor. Well, come on and praise him. God said, that's enough preaching. It's time to pray. You need something from God, I need you to get out here quick as you can come. Come like you know God's going to do something. Come like you know God's going to hear a prayer. Come like you know that God's going to answer. Come like you're excited about a change. God, I'm excited about a change. Don't quit praising, don't quit praising, keep 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 praising. Don't quit praising. Keep praising. Don't quit praising. Keep praising. I'll help you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
Bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your wonderful name, Lord. Bless your wonderful name, Lord. Bless your wonderful name. Brother Billy Ford told me the other night, said, if you don't want a revival at Harvest, you better quit preaching like you preach. Hey, I'm not going to quit preaching like I'm preaching. So I believe revival. I believe revival. I believe we're on the verge of a revival. I believe we're on the verge of a revival. I want God to change us. If he needs to change us so we can have a revival, then God change us. Lord, if we need to change so the revival can come, then change us. Change us. Do what you need to do. Touch us like you need to touch us. Help us like you need to help us. Do whatever needs to be done, God. We need a revival. We need a soul saving, devil defeating, sin killing revival in the church. We need God. I said we need God. Somebody say we need God. We need God. We need God. It don't come in a suitcase of an evangelist. It don't ride on the coattails of a preacher. No, the Bible said when my people pray, when my people humble themselves, when my people seek my face, he said, I will hear from heaven. I'll forgive their sin. I'll cleanse their sin. I will open them up windows and pour out blessings. And he said, and I'll heal their land. Amy, America needs a healing. This land needs a healing. I said, this land needs a healing, folks. This land needs a healing. And I'm just here to tell you that healing will come when God's people pray and humble themselves. When God's people pray. I want you to turn to somebody beside you and I want you to lay your hand on them. The Bible said, pray one for another. Pray one for another that you may be healed. Pray one for another. Oh, God. God, we lay our hands upon our brother and our sister right now in the name of Jesus. God, I know that victory is in Jesus. The power is in the name of Jesus. The grace, the glory, the peace, the joy, it comes from Jesus. God, we invoke the name of Jesus this morning and we ask you to lift burdens. We ask you, oh God, to move in situations, in families, in marriages, in hearts, and in lives. God, move in the lives of people today and do what only you can do. God, heal people's bodies while we pray this prayer. God, let the Holy Ghost move into people's bodies as we pray this prayer. God, let victory Victory, victory be experienced in people's lives while we pray this prayer. Oh God, let peace come to troubled souls. God, minds that are disturbed and frantic and full of trauma. God, in Jesus' name, peace, 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 peace. Hola. Glory to his name. Glory to his name, 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 glory, 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 
Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Glory to his matchless name. What you got, Pastor? I got the oil. Where did Sue go? There she is. You need a touch. Yes, you do, in the name of Jesus. And God's going to bring the change, Sue. In the name of Jesus. Stay with me now. Don't leave me. Hallelujah. God is obedient to the word of God. Yes. Your word says, Jesus, I Yes. Yes. And healed her by the power of God. power in that. In Jesus' name, I ask you, God, for a healing touch. A healing touch. In the name of Jesus, touch Anne, God, and heal her body, I pray. In the strong name of Jesus. Thank you, God. 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 Break every chain. Break every chain. God, please, God, I'm Stone. Break every chain. 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 Thank you, Lord. Relieve by the chain. Thank you for the suffering. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. God, I pray that you would touch her with a mighty hand. You said your hand was a mighty hand. You said with an outstretched arm and with a mighty hand, I will deliver you. God, I ask you to move. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise him, church. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift your hands once again and praise the Lord. Believe him for victory right now. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. 
Steve just said, Pastor, I was hurting standing here, and when we prayed, that left me. I'm not hurting at all right now. You believe God can do things like that? Well, I want to tell you, there's nothing special about Jerry Earl. The Bible said, these signs shall follow them that believe, not them that pastor, not them that preach. No, Glenda, them that believe. Charles, them that believe, they shall lay their hands upon the sick and they shall recover. Praise God. Would some of you turn right around there to Shelby and lay your hands on her? She has an ongoing battle with her feet and legs. We've prayed many prayers for her, but I believe God can touch her in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come here, Amy. My little miracle. My little ain't supposed to be here girl that's still here by the grace of God and prayer and the power of God. Still here, still here. I want you to pray for these people. If God has spared your life and touched you miraculously, then I believe there's power in your prayer. I want you to pray. Lord, I just thank you right now for this wonderful message you've given to us. Father, I thank you that you gave me a miracle in not just my life, but my family's life. And Lord, I know that you're here and you're with us right now. And I believe that you can give a miracle to anyone here that's willing to achieve in their life, Lord, and ask them to... I just ask them to receive that healing right now from you, yes. Father. Lord, I just ask you to touch anyone right now, Lord, that just feels hurt or pain or suffering father i just please lord pray that you would touch them lord and let them feel you like they've never felt it before and father i thank you for every day that the journey you gave me lord i thank you for that because if i had not had been on that journey lord i wouldn't know lord that you were able to heal you're able to heal father yes you are and i know and i know that you will father and you will touch everyone in this room, Lord. Every Lord, you're not, you're not just a one-person healer, Lord. You're any healer, and I thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for our wonderful pastor, Lord, that gives us wonderful messages from you. And Lord, I just ask you to bless his life, Lord. And thank you for this wonderful, powerful, powerful message, Father. Stir our hearts, Lord. Change us, Lord. Change us, Lord. I don't want to leave here like I came, Lord. Change us. Change each one of us, Father. Oh, Lord, I thank you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. 
my hands upon Pam this morning. You know her need, God. She's had surgery. You're able to touch her body. You're able to heal her body, God. And I ask you, oh, Heavenly Father, to let favor and grace be hers. Touch her, oh, God, and cause her body, oh, Lord, to respond well. And may she heal properly, oh, God. Relieve, oh, Lord, her suffering and pain and give her a gracious touch of the Spirit of God in Jesus holy name. Amen and amen and amen. Stay with me. In the name of Jesus. Come here, sweet Sheila. Hurting much better. She's hurting so bad, she said. God, Sheila has loved you since childhood. She's loved you, God, and served you all of these years. She tithes. She attends. God, she's come this morning saying, I need to change. I need a physical change. I need God to change something physically for me. God, would you lay your hand upon Sheila this morning? Would you let the grace of God and the power of the healing virtue of the Lord Jesus touch her, O oh God. Move upon her, O oh God, with favor and blessing. And let her experience a touch, a divine touch of the power of God's healing grace. In Jesus' name, pain and suffering, you must leave. Pain and suffering, you must go. God, touch her and relieve this pain. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God, I pray for everybody over here on my right hand. There are many there, oh God, that need a touch this morning. Many, oh God, that need healing. Many of them are dealing with problems and difficulties circumstances that they can't handle they've come to church this morning God hungry and needy and you've told them oh Lord this morning I am the Lord and I've come down so that you can get up God I pray that people who are down can get up this morning I pray that people that have been knocked to their knees will get up and start walking today 
Lord, you told that man, rise and take up your bed and walk. God, I say that to people in this congregation today. Arise and take up your bed and walk in the name of Jesus. Take up your bed and walk in the name of Jesus. Take up thy bed and walk in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God, I pray for people here in this middle section. There are many of them, O oh Lord, that need a touch of your power. And I pray, God, that they may have come to this service burdened and bowed down. But I pray in Jesus' name that you would lift them up. I preached this morning that you came down so that people could get up. God, help people that are in this service this morning get up. Get up. Get up. Michelle, get up. Get up. Get up. Terry, in the name of Jesus, get up. Get up and walk. Alma, in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. Rise. Take up thy bed and walk. Glory to God. Sue, I think you feel better already, girl. I pray for people over the Lord here, Lord, this section. Many of them, God, have problems and they have difficulties and hardships. But Lord, you're the master of every one of them. You know all about every infirmity. You know about every kind of sickness. You know about every kind of family problem, every kind of domestic problem. God, in Jesus' name, I ask you, let people, oh Lord, get up. Get up from the ashes. Get up from the side of the road. Get up, get up, get up off their bed and walk in the name of Jesus. I say unto you, walk in the name of Jesus. Walk, 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 walk. Take up your bed and walk. Glory to God. Now let me tell you, the old enemy will try to sow a lot of seeds of doubt. As soon as that man, Randall, took up his bed and started walking, first thing he met was criticizers. Told him, said, that man's a sinner. That man that healed you, told you to get up, said, that man, he's not right. He did that on the Sabbath day. You're not supposed to do anything on the Sabbath day. He said, whether he be a sinner or not, I don't know. Whether it's not right to heal somebody on the Sabbath day, I can't argue with you about that. All I know is I was sitting for 38 years and he passed by and he said, get up. So I got up and I started walking and I've been walking ever since. Glory to God, hallelujah, hallelujah. All I know is I once was sitting and I'm now walking. I once was on the sideline, now I'm out in the middle of the mainstream. I used to have no hope, but now I've got hope. I used to have no reason to go on, but now I've got a reason to go on. I once was without strength and paraplegic, couldn't lift up myself, but now I've got a reason to go on. Praise God. I've got hope, got joy, got peace, got peace, got peace, got peace, got peace. I think one more time we need Carlos to praise him before we dismiss.
Would you help me praise him? Would you help me praise him? Would you just help me praise him? Yes, Lord. Touch Brother Ford's body, God. Lord, you know all about that broke arm. You're able, oh God, to move upon him. By your stripes we're healed. You are the Lord that heals us. You pardon all of our iniquities and you heal all of our diseases. And I pray that you touch his body, God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Where the healing waters flow. Where healing waters flow. Roger, I'm glad I got in those healing waters. Where the healing waters flow. Oh, the joy, celestial glow. Where there's peace and rest and love. Where the healing waters flow. I like for the healing waters to flow. I don't ever want to come to church, Linda, without the healing waters flowing. If you're sick, you ought to be able to come to church and get a, get a prayer, get a prayer, get a prayer, get a prayer. Thank you, God, for what our hearts have been made to feel here this morning. Thank you for this Holy Spirit baptism. Thank you, O oh God, for this presence, this powerful presence that is in this place. We need you, God. We can't ever get along without this presence. We don't ever want to try to have church, God and ignore the power and the presence. Lord, we don't ever want to go through the motions and have a form of godliness. We want the power and we want the presence. Oh, blessed Jesus. Thank you for folks you healed here. Thank you for folks that you encouraged. Thank you for folks that you got up today, oh Lord, off their bed and they're up and walking now, God. So they might have been carried in here, but they're walking out of here. I thank you for that, God. I ask you to touch them now, God, and go home with them to their homes and their families, their jobs tomorrow. Give us, O oh Lord, a great day and a great week of witnessing for you, of being light and salt. We dismiss in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God go with you and God bless you and God keep you is my humble prayer.